0: I just want to thank you for praying for David and for me and those of us who were uh, uh, at the convention. Uh, It was a good time, I'm sure you got a report. One of the things that, uh, uh, the reason uh, I felt uh, Gary, Gary's word was so good, Gary uh, Snow, It it just kind of uh, was comprehensive of so much that was said. The one thing he said, and I I don't know if you noted it, but he said, stay away from the holy place, forget it. And That was uh, something he probably shouldn't have said, and I'll tell him, um, for the simple reason For the simple reason that um, the holy place, though it's not clean, it's a, it's part of the process. In Hebrews six, it says, "Going on to perfection, leaving these things behind. These things, you know, and then he mentions the things. This we will do if God allows. But the 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 praise the." baptism in the holy spirit the prophecy the gifts the laying on of hands all of these things are are in that early stage and they come there's very strongly <coughs> done in the holy place uh, and we know that we still have some growth to do regardless of how long we've been in that place we're not resurrected yet I'm I've noticed that many times, uh, that I'm not. Uh, and so that needs to be something that we're careful about because there are children that are just coming into these things. They're just coming into the baptism. They're just coming into, you know, uh, maybe a gift of prophecy or, you know, the, we probably at times are, are going to lay hands on someone we're not as uh, much in the advocacy of that, simply because it is of another time and there's, there's a level of maturity that we have to embrace. And, and it says, leave those things behind, leaving them behind. Let us go on, and the going on is in the offering and in those areas, so anyway. Uh, I, I thought it was a very good word, it was very strong, and, uh, and I nagged uh, mm-hmm. Gary to get up here. Uh, he's going to the Dominican Republic uh, this time, and he promised to come. Uh, and, but today, I mean, I had a meeting in uh, Tucson, and uh, uh, Ellen, who is uh, Amy's grandmother? She's ninety-four. She still drives. She's uh, alert. Has all her faculties. Uh, and and we had a discussion at her house, and the discussion was uh, on the essentials. I thought about. It. I was walked in there, and it was very good. Uh, Amy's mother entered in, too, and there was, I guess, 20 people, maybe 15, 16, didn't matter. It was was a good time, and uh, I would like you, as we go before the Lord, to think through what is really essential, you know, what is the central stuff, the the admonition of God, the direction of the Spirit of God to you. What do you see that is an aspect of growth that is really, really essential? Because we have a lot of peripheral things. You know, we, we have people who are traveling and doing this and our businesses. And I've said this, I've said for Gabriel and Ben, and, and uh, Nelson and uh, the guys that are engaged, the Fabian. These guys, uh, you know, for a long time I couldn't get a hold of Nathan Miller. He was just absent, and then I saw him and it was good. But he he was out there serving, and these guys are doing that. The guys at uh, uh, Eagles Ridge, I think they have about 60 Uh, employees now, and there are only three or four of them. So you can imagine the bleed, you can imagine the drain. This is a big deal to have people that aren't, uh, it's tough enough for the people that are connected with us, but when they're not, they have a family, they have circumstances, and the test there, only uh, the guys who are dealing with that can give you the heavy part of it. And so we want to do what we can to pray in regard to the, the time that uh, the the guys that are out there eight hours a day, five or six days a week and in between uh, for that consideration. But as we go before the Lord today, as we praise, if you would be uh, considerate regarding your own reflection, and ask the Spirit of God while you're praising, what what should I consider essential? And could you say something about it? And so when we come back, uh, we'll talk about it and hear from you. And if you can, uh, speak very clearly and speak loud enough that people can hear you because there are folks from other places. I have had some calls from Montana and other places. They, they absolutely are are coming online and they appreciate uh, what happens out of here and we have quite a uh, quite a um, embellished uh, uh, praise for our praise. And I appreciate the work that these guys have done, so as we go before the Lord, you have things that you that are must they're must you, you don 't leave home without them. you know if you go on a camping trip, there are guys here who know how to camp. there are others that don 't i I camp at the Marriott. Uh, found out early that camping was not something I really looked forward to. Uh, although I did it as a kid, my dad had me camping. Uh, but there are guys who are experts, and, uh, and if you're going to grow, you and I, <laughs> I really need to know what's what's essential, but not just yeah, Manny likes to speak up when she's not called on to. Uh, Anyway, Father, we thank you for the greatness of your family, and you're doing this for yourself. You're not just overwhelmed with any of us, but you love us, and your love is everlasting. It doesn't wear out regardless of our cobweb connection, our indifference, our slights. We just go to our hell and we don't grow. There's fire when we're primarily living for ourselves. And it, uh, it eats away at the essentials that you have given us and the help that is overwhelming. So be with us as we praise your name and uh, be with, with those today that are, uh, that are in dire need that live here the families that have lost loved ones, the Lord, the circumstances around the world that we can't change, but we can ask you to bring us to the, the, the altar of incense while we can lift up our hearts to ask you for help. And you say that when we do that, we will be saved. So thank you, and be with us this day for Jesus' sake. Amen. Let's go. saved my, uh, I mean, she helped me many times, at one time when I was in a uh, kind of a, a heavy brawl with Buddy. had to do with the uh, Jane and all the deliverances but just listening to her song to Amy's song and all the time Lee said can we hear Amy again and so we we played that song over and over and over and that song came from God you know and and I thought of I just you know when you get old you kind of recollect a little more and uh, there must be a reason for it but I thought of Emerson's songs and the wonderful job Emerson, William, and Elaine and and, and the songs that have been written currently here. They were were given by God. I mean, God gave those songs. There's no human that can touch the, the height of that and to be allowed to be the vessel from which it comes through it's overwhelming. I've written one song, and it's kind of embarrassing, I won't mention it, uh, but uh, Diana has written a song, and there are people in here, you know, there's some that, uh, um, I keep saying that uh, Brother um, Seth, graduated from journal delinquency. Uh, It was a song (laughs) that brought him into a a place that I felt God uh, cares, and how much he cares for every one of us. And, uh, And love is the most powerful thing going. It really is, you don't need to get that understanding. You can't do it, you don't have it. Uh, It's impossible for you to have that continuity unless God is the source of it. And so as we look at this today, please uh, realize that the, the purpose is growth. And in my teaching days, I felt that one of the big flaws was not reviewing. And I know we've done some review here, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll say two essentials, but I'd like you to come in with what you see and what has worked for you. And I've got a question that was asked me. Uh, very few people here ask questions. And there's, uh, they, they may ask God, but they're, they're kind of a, I got this thing down. But uh, a person asked me, a a very significant question. I'm I'm, I'm trying to build a word around it if if, uh, the Lord will let me. But one of the essentials, I'll start this, and I won't be long. This is obvious. You're dead if you're not born again. And you were born from above in a mystical connection with the creator of all things. And he enjoins you to, to see those things that are above. And this song, "My Eyes Look to Thee," my eye, you know, is uh, that was meaningful this morning. And and of course, uh, the there's no such thing as growth unless you see that you and that I see that I am a love offering to God. My life is not mine. We have a room full of young people here who are still thinking careers, what I'm going to do, and I, my admonishment along that line would be, listen to God, he'll show you the way. I was a, a, a first-class uh, budo, jackass, if you please. I had several things that I wanted to do. And uh, I love Souls and Henson's point people who have careers are boring. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and you know, we need to be led by the Spirit of God. But that second thing is growth. If you're not offering every day, you're not growing. And you will grow into a hell because it's just you again. And, and when it's you again, and and we've gone over this, and I don't want to spend take your time on this, but the the glut the big lust, and it's mine. I have to fight it. I still am fighting the information lust. Uh, I think I love information at times more than anything else, uh, and the news is an indicator of that. In you know, the times when we we get sucked into it, but the the prime thing is that. If we don't love the, the offering to God and His direction, we don't grow. You're you're wasting your time here. Go do something that you really enjoy, because it's the most difficult and impossible thing, and it's the only meaningful thing for mankind who live on here is to give themselves the to God. There's nothing else that's more significant, nothing. And if you can believe that, and if you can, don't believe it because I say it, if God doesn't make that real to you, then then no, you know, I was out there dancing with the system and most of the people you know do. And you have, you've seen your double-mindedness, but we're here to look at the essentials this morning. and, And so the door is open. And uh, if uh, is where is Sam? Is he here this morning? I don't
1: think
0: so. Uh, well, I was kind of lean on him a little bit because he said he'd certainly was be always ready, but I guess something came up at home. Uh, anyway. I'll say something. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, this isn't prepared or anything but obviously (laughs) uh, I've been going through recently some things but before that um, I was struggling with the word about being thankful in all things Um, what that really meant Um, because you know I can tend to be one well I'm not thankful for all things but I'm thankful in all things and you can try to divide and do all these little things to um, justify your position um, and not really ask God what he means by being thankful for all things or in all things. And I was talking to um, Hartman, sorry. Kyle. Kyle. And I was telling him, I was kind of talking through the struggle and he said, you know, a long time ago, and you know, this might seem a pat answer, but um, it's been just I've just been trying to go over this in my head a lot lately he said, you know, I was really depressed I didn't have any money I'd come out of drugs and alcohol addiction he said, I, you know, and I was with John Henson and he said, I started to get really depressed again, and I went to John and I wanted, you know, this word of life this, this thing to get me out of where I was and he said, well are you praising God, are you thankful? And are you praying? And he realized he really wasn't. <laughs> and you can justify where you are at in uh, your position by how you feel. And, and you look at Job, I mean, it, it's a battle of the human nature, right? You know, the, he, he wasn't just had this great response, it was a, a, a battle inside of him. But this nature that we have in the middle of it. And this born-again nature, this essential part, and I don't have it, I really don't, but it's just been mulling over in my mind. Are you thankful? Are you praising God? And are you praying without ceasing? Yeah. And um, I just think it's an essential part of the born-again believer, yeah. no matter what we're going through and what we don't know. And it's the only thing that can hold us in the middle of it. And I'll just read, just going to read it because... And I know we know the scripture, but um, 1 Thessalonians 5, and I'm going to read it in the Amplified. Sorry, computer goes. Is that right? First, Thessalonians five. I thought that's what it was. Yeah, sixteen. Sorry, I'm way off. What is it? First Thessalonians five, verse sixteen. I was looking at the wrong place. I thought it was earlier in the chapter. Um, Rejoice always and delight in your faith. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. Wow. In every situation, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually give thanks to God, for this is the will of God for you in Christ. Right. That, I mean, yeah. this is the will of God for you. Uh, constantly praying and thankful and giving praise to Him. And, you know... I'm I don't know how you do that other than you constantly ask God for that help to do that. And if and, and that's our first, you know, Job's first response was, you know, I abhor myself, not later, but, you know, blessed be the name of the Lord. And you would stack off in ashes and and it wasn't cursed God. And, it, it, you know, that struggle in it is thankfulness, prayer, and um, praying and praising him. Yeah. And,
0: and the... The impossibility of all of these things is there unless God's the source.
1: Since there were two
3: careers, I'd like to have a Winston right away. <laughs> I just wanted to say one thing on that thing about being thankful. I had a hard time being thankful when I lost four children, and I remember saying to the Lord, "You know, if I'm ever going to speak about you again, but that you're going to have to do it through me, but." And a few years ago, it struck me, oh, I'm so thankful. Those four kids had never turned away from the Lord. They're with him, and I'll get to be with them in eternity. So sometimes you can't be thankful right away, but if you are, the Lord reveals. His making it right. And I'm thankful for you guys. It's so good to be home and be with you all and together in worship this morning. And singing that last song of Seth, I was really broken. Bill was touched with Amy's song, and I was too. But it's just so good to be home. And thank you for your faithfulness every time I come home to the cold, to the dark. I'm so amazed to see all these shiny faces still here. I've often thought,
0: what if we came
3: back and nobody was here? Thank you, love you guys.
4: Okay, we're talking about essentials, and I I totally agree that thankfulness is the door that opens you up to be able to have the relationship with each other, we have with each other and with the Lord. Um, but the burden that I've had, and this has been I've actually had to walk through this the last few weeks. Fortunately it's I think everything's back on track, but let's start with some scriptures here. And first John, and, and actually Tom touched on this yesterday a lot in his opening. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning which, if you look that up, it's the first order of business, (laughs) that we should love one another. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loves not his brother abides in death. (laughs) this is just John 3 and then it goes John 4 is what Tom was quoting out yesterday and it has a whole lot more to add to this too to confirm it Um, and this is his commandment this is his commandment I mean Nelson just said we're commanded to be thankful this is another commandment an essential another essential that we should believe on the name of the Son of Jesus Christ that's his nature that's his authority Um, that's his character, if you look that word up, That's what we need to love one another. That you believe on the name of the Son of Jesus Christ and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keeps his commandments dwells in him, and he in him. And hereby we know he abides in us by the spirit which he has given us if we love one another wow <laughs> is there any place this is essential in this community in this family is there anybody here is there any place anyone we're dividing from right now yeah. wow. ask yourself I have to ask myself, I'm looking at every single person here and there is nobody at this moment that I can say that I feel divided from. That doesn't mean I haven't been divided. That doesn't mean that we get along with one another all the time, that we are all the same. No, we're all different. We all see things differently. We all have different opinions, different views, different experiences, different perspectives. But are we divided from one another? Can we agree to disagree with one another and still be divided? There is a huge warfare going on worldwide to divide people from each other. And that, that same spirit is working on us right now, just as hard, if not harder, than every place else. Sure. Right. And if there's any place, we're divided. And please, if somebody feels divided from me, I'm saying this right now, come and see me, please. But I can honestly say, I mean, I don't feel divided from any of you right now. That wasn't, I mean, I went through just uh, last couple weeks ago. I was divided by a brother here who I love dearly. And it it tore me apart. (laughs) But fortunately, we're back together again. We're okay. And we're stronger now because we worked through that. Sometimes the people that you have to fight the hardest to get along with, to love, to care about, you come out stronger on the other side. Closer on the other side. God knows this. Why are we here? (laughs) If we can't love one another. Anyway, this is the burden that I've had. It doesn't say, you know, you can choose who you love or not. You love your enemies, right? (laughs) We can't do that. But you believe on the name of Jesus Christ first. And it's his character, his nature. Tom gave us a key. Forgiveness. These are things we can't do, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm gonna, that, that, I'm gonna not be divided by that brother from that brother anymore. Oh man, it's got to be a work of God yeah, sometimes. Yeah. But He wants us to do that. He commands us to do that. If He commanded it, He's got to give us the ability to walk through it. Amen. Right. Or else, our our fellowship with Him yeah. is broken.
0: Thank you there on this thing of forgiveness, I, um, somebody said that, and please uh, come up and take these chairs if you want to speak, because it's, it's really good that they can see you uh, around the country, because uh, we have people who really uh, uh, tune in. But, but this, uh, this business of uh, forgiving, Someone said, well, it's very easy to forgive yourself. That That is just really not true. And it was said some time back by a, a ministry, and one of the hardest things is to have a sustaining forgiveness for yourself and for everybody else. Because it comes up, it goes around. And the enemy... You know, sometimes the worst hurt you ever had came from somebody that you love, that you that you're close to, that you're bonded with, and and that can separate. But right? let me say this: you you have to go back to the source where you have got the help, and realize that it's a continuing thing to forgive yourself, because. Uh, we have had more mercy than we can possibly uh, understand.
5: I love what Don said because I was thinking what my, what my essential thing is in my walk of God is love. And, but there's a key aspect to it. Um, and I think the greatest attributes of God are mercy and love. And um, the key to, <laughs> giving that to others is actually accepting it from him. And that's been an essential part of my walk with God, is knowing his unwavering love and his forever mercy for me. And even though there's this dichotomy of I am not worthy, right? Uh, right. But I am worthy to receive all of that from him is quite quite a thing. Um, I mean, the scripture, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it springs the issues of life. If you are not, if your cup, if your heart isn't being filled with His love and His mercy and you're like physically accepting it, there's no way that it can overflow to others in the body. And that, that's like an essential truth that I always come back to.
0: Yeah, yeah. sorry to, while you're coming, uh, God woke up Solomon, and He said to him, "What uh, can I give thee?" And and Solomon <laughs> said, uh, "An understanding heart, a heart that can discern." And what a gift. And, and God said, uh, you, because you remember what Solomon said. He said, I can't, there's no way that uh, I, at my age, I, I'm just a child. I don't know how to come in or go out. And unless I have your heart, I, I can't do this. And, uh, and the Lord said, since you ask for an understanding heart, I am going to give you that understanding heart and I'm going to give you honor, and I'm going to give you riches." And then the story comes, and maybe one of the ladies could could express the story that follows that. But the two harlots come in and they have babies. You recall? And uh, one one baby that was delivered by the harlot died, and she took the baby from the other harlot that was still alive and gave the baby, the dead baby, uh, to the other sister. And then uh, the sister who had, whose baby was alive, and she was nursing the baby when she fell asleep, recognized what had happened. And then, to make it short, you remember what Samson said, Solomon said, okay, Uh, Let's do this. The baby that's alive, cut the baby in half and we'll divide the live baby to one of the others. And and the woman who had the baby said, no, 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 let her have the baby. And then Solomon said, no, this is the true mother of that. And that was the great wisdom that had come. Uh, But it is true, we're to keep our heart uh, with all diligence because the whole aspect of life, if you're in trouble, you say, God, please help me with my heart. It's
6: vital. It seems that often we try to make things a lot more complicated than they really should be. But I know that, well, God knows that we're not nearly as smart or sophisticated as we think we are. And we need it pretty simple. And that's why I really appreciated what was said about give thanks and love one another. And when it comes to requirements or essentials. I've been thinking a lot about a song which the high school choir is doing and hopefully will be singing for you very soon. And the words are with what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the God on high? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings? With 10,000 rivers of oil? Shall I come before him with thousands of rams? Shall I give the firstborn of my body Shall I offer the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? What does the Lord require of thee but to do do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God?
7: Um, The other day, Kira at school asked me, Teacher, can we worship the one true God? And I was like, sure. <laughs> um, well, you guys want God knows
0: we've had a lot of entertainment <laughs> from the others.
7: <laughs> um, and so, uh, what that meant to the kids worshiping the one true God was to make a sacrifice. So they sacrificed the toy snakes and the toy fish and the. Um, anyway, I was trying to tell. I was trying to explain that actually. We don't do sacrifices like that anymore because right. Jesus is a sacrifice. Um, which is also an essential to think about or to, to really understand the, the price that was paid for us. But one of the things I've been thinking about as the essential, that is essential, that is connected to worshiping the one true God. Like, who is that? Knowing who is that one true God? Because yeah. when we know him, like Don was just saying, we um, like Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And when we know him, um, this, because this other essential that I've been thinking about, which is forgiveness, which Tom talked about yesterday, um, like it's impossible unless we understand who, who he really is and the love that he has for, yeah. for each one of us. Um, I occasionally... <laughs> Get into listening to um, testimonies of people who've had near-death experiences, um, and I'm always encouraged by it because there there's some strange things that I, I'm like what, <laughs> but there are um, things that that it's so common in with uh, amongst these testimonies, and that is people always talk about the love that they feel yeah. on the other side, yeah. and um, and that. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's that that is in common with those testimonies. The other thing is that nobody wants to leave because it's yeah. it's just beyond. I can hardly describe it. Um, and that also, not just the love that they the the what what is known by these people is that first of all they are loved, and not only are they loved with this indescribable love that we they you know people say that you can't feel it on this side <laughs> um, in the visible world, um, but that that same love God has for every single person. And I've just been thinking, Lord, I want to... Like, I don't want to be holding anything in my heart. And I was reading this morning in in, um, 1 Peter where he says, putting aside all malice, wherefore laying aside all malice, all guile, and hypocrisies, and envies, and evil evil speakings. um, Like, just letting go of all those things. Um, I was, we were going through opening pages yesterday in, in school and um, Madeline's picture was, she, it was about forgiveness. And I said, what is forgiveness? And they are like, it's just like letting it go, just letting that stuff go. And um, that's essential, because like Tom said, it's not just like, so I can feel better, which, but you do feel better. But it's like, we, we're blocked in our relationship with, the one true God, when we're holding stuff in, in our hearts. And, um, and it's, it's darkness. It, it's a darkness that's there. Um, anyway, I just was, I've just been recently saying to the Lord, God, I don't, you know, stuff comes up in your mind, um, in my mind. Like, God, I don't want that. I don't want to, even though sometimes I don't know how to, like, release it, but just to continually come back to him and say, like, when it comes up in my thinking, I don't want this. I don't want to be holding this in my heart. Right. Um, because I, I don't want to be I don't want to be divided from from the love of God, from God Himself.
8: Right. I think one of the trickiest things about this whole walk with God, is how do we see each other? When you look at me, do you, do you see an old pioneer, do you see an engineer, do you see a pipeliner, some guy that built water plants? It's a disguise,
0: what? the old pioneers a disguise. Thank you. You're an engineer, a caring man, a friend, a giver, you know, yeah. you're in a disguise right now.
8: <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, see, Thank you, Brother Bill. Uh, I, uh, I got a tap on the shoulder. I, I think I've mentioned this. And uh, it was, uh, what, what do you want, God? He said, well, I, I want to talk to you about your water project. Remember this story? No. I said, well, uh, what about it? He said, well, the first thing you want to know, it's not for the people, it's for me. He said, I understand the people a lot better than you do, and so don't do what they say, do what I say. Oh, okay, um, well, can you give me a little more hand? I said, well, what's the purpose then of your project? He said, the purpose of that project is that I might exercise you and those who come with you in righteousness. Okay. So what's that? Well, that was some years ago, and I can maybe fill in just a couple aspects of that. One of them is prayer with, pray without ceasing. Yeah, yeah. Another one is to offer yourself. You know, and you, you all have, before me, have given some really good examples of other ways to exercise in righteousness, but the key word there is exercise. We have to use what God gave us. Am I exercising as an engineer? Am I exercising as a son of God? Mm-hmm. You know? Careers are boring, I like that line. Yeah. <laughs> how did you say it? So you know, that, 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 that nothing more boring than a career or, or yeah, I, a
0: person with a career. They're boring. Mm-hmm. A person
8: with it. yeah, so am I boring to you? <laughs> Well, forgive me if I've been showing you that face. That's not who I am.
1: Yeah.
8: And, and when you see that, pray for me. God, get John out of that career that he's in. And make him a son of God. And I want to see you the same way. And I'll tell you what, when I look around this room, I see, I see sons of God in all of you. So let's just check our vision, you know. If you you need a good eye doctor, call on God. Let's see each other the right way.
9: Brother Bill started um, this morning with uh, one of the essentials is being born again. And uh, it struck a chord with me because being born again isn't an act of, uh, is at all natural. Nicodemus' response, yeah. John, <laughs> was, what the heck? Can a man go back into his mother's womb and come out again? <laughs> That's exactly what he said, paraphrased a little bit. Um, the, and the truth is that, no, he can't. Um, but being born again is a continuing experience. It says in uh, 2 Timothy verse 14, but continue thou in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing of whom you learned them. And you know, being a teacher, (laughs) um, I have become very aware of the fact that kids don't learn from me. When I get their attention enough that they want to know the subject, they learn because they want to learn. And that's when learning really happens. And it doesn't happen until then. Um, I mean, yes, you can memorize stuff, facts and figures and all that. But learning where it really gets inside, where it becomes part of you, is a requirement of continuing continuing those things. And remember who you learned them from. And then, of course, having been born again, it's also essentially you receive the Holy Ghost. This is also in Second Timothy. That good thing which was committed unto thee, keep by the Holy Ghost. Which dwells in you. Um, it's a continuing keeping. He's able to keep that which we've committed unto him. I mean, all of First Tim- uh, Second Timothy chapters one and two, if you want to want to get where I'm coming from. But the but the but the main idea here is that we wouldn't need to continue. We need to continue in the process of loving. We need to continue in the process of forgiveness. We need to continue in the process of being born again. That we might manifest the life of Christ. (laughs) Because the life of Christ continues forever. That's a long time. It's eternal. This isn't a matter of 70 or 80 years on the planet Earth or 90 if you're blessed or 100 if you're really blessed. I don't know, I, I've been intending to look up how many hundred year olds there are on the planet. It's not a very common thing, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and yet, when the suns are manifested, it's eternal. Yeah. And I, I, it's hard to wrap our brains around that, continuing these things.
10: Well, I'm, I'm um, recalling a few lines from songs that we sing, and one is "Lord, I believe, but my unbelief," yeah. and the other is "Trust in the Lord always," um, and you know, loving and forgiveness and following after the word of the Lord. None of it is possible unless you trust what that He has yeah. your best in mind for you. And so, Lord, I just please help my unbelief that I, I shall trust you with everything that I do and say.
11: Someone, um, two people back had been saying something about looking, looking for the Lord and how do you see each other and I think that's what I've been thinking about and focusing on is choosing to see where he is at work in my life. And not miss it as it's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's one, it is good to look back and see. Yeah. And that has its place too. But I'd, I'd rather be able to see it. While it's happening.
1: Sure.
11: And. They, uh, in Psalms 28. He has this part. It ends well. But he's talking about everything that happens to the wicked. Very general right there. But Then he sums it up with. Because they do not regard the works of the Lord or the operation of his hands, he shall destroy them and not build them up." Yeah. It's a small thing maybe in a moment, but it's a habit, it's a practice, it's what you choose to see.
0: And on that, that same line where it says, uh, uh, he who comes to God must believe he's there, and that he's a rewarder of those who continue to seek him. That's that's big stuff. Uh, and I've said over the time, and, and please understand what I mean by it, uh, don't try to go out and be a good boy or a good girl. Because the, one of the essentials is you will never be able to do this without God until you're resurrected. You can do the manners, you can look good. I mean, I had uh, some, I was teary eyed today but I'm not. I had to say, God. I had to tell my father, I don't want to cry anymore. <laughs> if it's just a emotional uh, spasm, I, I, I want to cry under what's real. And because I was a, really a big baby, and then uh, I don't know if you, you remember uh, 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 the guy from uh, from Kanael. Uh, oh, Rd. RD I mean, he was he was the the crying prophet. Remember, he'd cry over you know weather changes, card tricks, uh, you know, uh, dog barks, and and I loved him. But I said, please, God, and and he laid hands on me many times. And those of you in the early days remember uh, what a wildcat he was. But uh, this this business. You can absolutely not do this. The whole program is for you to say, not I, but Christ. I am a son of God. Not I, but the son that is there. And and that, uh, that doesn't come easy because we do have a capricious soul. And uh, we open, I've got a question, but I, I kind of don't want to ask it uh, because I just want to, uh, well, is there anybody else that wants to speak? Please come up. What we could do is just stay and then people
10: can drift out as they want. We don't have to have a a time (laughs) of dismissal. I uh, I was keying off what he was saying about how we can't consider ourselves to be good and kind of ride on the goodness train um, or the fact that we are anything and capable of doing anything along the lines of righteousness and that kind of thing other than connecting with God. That, That is the one provision that is made for us to connect, for us to relate, for us to day by day, Anyway, I started getting very uh, nervous when I was reading about the um, virgins that were at the gate, or at the door, and they were going to enter in, and five could could enter in because they had enough oil, and five could not, because, and I was wondering about it because in Ecclesiastes it says that you cannot retain the spirit. No man can retain the spirit. You can't hold it, and the spirit we've been taught is the anointing, it's the oil. And then someone else talked about the problems in the mind and the assault on the head and the assault on the heart and that the anointing is the thing that breaks the yoke of those things. So it is a something that is something sought that you want or need in, a, in an hour where you're in big trouble and you know it and you're in, a struggle and you're in a war in your mind and that kind of thing. It's something that you seek. You seek the spirit, you seek the anointing that breaks it. And the other thing is that you're in the story of the virgins, the other virgins couldn't give it to them. Couldn't give it to the other five. There isn't anybody here that can give it to you 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 will not be supplied We're supplied an awful lot We can even get into a mentality that everything's going to be supplied. No, it's not that that anointing that we need that we cannot retain. we can't go and get the anointing and build it up. I don't know. I think it's a power that only God exercises to cause us to retain it inside ourselves. Uh, that's a mystery still beyond me. but and somebody else can answer that question, perhaps, but, but I do know that that connection with the Spirit brings us the oil, the anointing, to break the yoke and also to enter into the kingdom and enter into God's presence. Yeah.
0: One, of the, one of the things along this line of uh, you can't, do, how many times in your life, have you looked at an individual and said, I, I think more highly of him than I do of myself. That kind of gets it uh, really where it is as far as you can't do this. Uh, and <coughs> I have practiced that, and even in the saying, God help me, I've found the slow uh, yielding of my own hard nature. And it's not that I ha- that God hasn't shown me, and not that he can't do it, but I have to want that. And I think when we're talking about prayer, we're talking about travail. You got it's like, you, you mothers know more about it than anybody, those of you who've had babies. Because you travail. oh God help me. Help me now. And uh, Anyway, uh, here's my question and I don't know that we should uh, try to answer it. Uh, to me, the richest thing about home is the fact that there is, there is a, a, a commonality of I must go on. I don't want to be sequestered. Please, God, don't leave me where I am. I, I want to go on, and I don't know, you know, I, I think it was a little melancholy to cry over that song. But uh, I know that Lee, I have multitudes, not multitudes, but many, many friends that I can't call anymore. Uh, my dad said that when he was 96. He said, most of my friends were gone. Well a lot of my good friends are gone. I'd love to call Buddy up. I'd love to have a, a face-to-face because he lived without jeopardy, but he preached jeopardy pretty hard. And and folks, the overwhelming mercy of God is so it's so beyond any cognitive capacity. To grasp at one time, and, and and we have to remember that this is something we cannot do without God. It has total dependency, and but with Him we can do whatever He would have us do. And, and this is rich. Here is the question I got, and I don't know. The, but let's not spend time. It's been a a good morning I think unless somebody has I mean we don't I don't, know, I don't want to close anybody out here but isn't it isn't it important that we know what's essential yes. it's vital to know that you must forgive yourself the issue is not sin you will every day tell god forgive me forgive me but the issue is your relationship with him that's preeminent that's preeminent, because if your relationship with him is there, sin will not have the appetite that it once uh, had. And if it, if you do have that appetite, and, and certainly we can go back, we've seen the, the foulness of our, of our nature. However, once the bonding is a love-true bond that's the weld, that God himself puts. You will find the adventure and the growth. You know, because, please, I was walking up the stairs to go back and get some stuff this morning. I was up and down a few times, and uh, Richard was really sweet, by putting the little uh, uh, stairway, and I I made some asinine comment, uh, like, uh, what? (laughs) <laughs> well, I just want to confess it publicly. I said I'd rather crawl than get on one of those right now, but the time will come when we're all going to need help, would you say a to that? And it's, a, it, it's, a, it's an awful kind of thing to see the limitation of our, our sister who can't speak. And, and is on, you know, she's in the thin veil of tomorrow while she's still with us. God help us to to have a, the kind of care that God would put on us, not some insidious, charismatic, you know, slap on the head and go our way. Because when we travail, we'll get through and we'll bear that in. And, and the, um, uh, There was one other thing here, and there always is, that you forget. One of them is waiting. And God has waited for you. He certainly waited for me. And in that waiting, dear ones, uh, he waited, why? So he could be gracious, so you could get through the hell, so that you would not, keep your attitude, you know. I mean, you've heard me say it. For a lot of years, I would get out of bed and circumstances, a phone call, things would be going on and I would say, I don't need this. And you know, it was exactly what I did need. And you don't know what you have to wait for. But, But remember this, what you're waiting for is a joint airship with the Son of God. That you, you know. And I always put it this way for the children because I'm like a little kid. I would love to go. I want to be so bad. And in, in, uh, I want to be in Singapore. I just don't want to go there. You know. And, and I think that it the way it is. I, I want the life, I want the fullness of God, but the price is death to my way and to anything of my own desires and to, to understand that God wants to give me a joint heirship with his son that I might inherit all things, God help us. Here's the question, and keep it to yourself. Uh, and, but I'd like to hear sometime from you. And that is, how do you know? How do you know when you were really offering? A former student that goes back 60 years asked me that question. Most people do not want to ask a question. They want to pretend they have the answer, and it's evil. And as we, as we leave today, that's a, that's a very important thing. You will know if you continue to offer and that's a guarantee. I'll put my life on the line for that one. But the other thing is, God will not humble you. He won't. You well he, I mean, he can make you a disaster. He can make you a bad omelet you know on the floor. He, he does give an incentive. As David says, that's good. However, what really what really happens is that you humble yourself. You say, God, I and I you know, I've I've been I've been a clod picker. Oh gosh, gee, gee god. I don't know. No, that's not it. God will take us so far down that we will, we will cry. And don't worry about any of your relatives, any of your friends who have been born again. They will eventually say, God help me. And, the, and it's right there in the word. When you cry for help, you will be born again. He will hear. Amen. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together as we conclude. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy will be done on earth. Give us this day our daily bread.
1: but deliver us from evil for thine.